Hey, just wanted to do a podcast before I went to bed. Um, was thinking about this one kind of couple hours ago, the topic I wanted to cover. Uh, this is Ola Wale, but you can call me Wale. This is my podcast, 365. The goal is to do a podcast every day, whether it's a 30-second to a 30-minute cast. Um, in the future, I do plan on inviting people on this. Uh, you're more than welcome to reach out to me on my social media. At IG at W A M O K O M O W O at IG. I'm on Twitter, but I'm, I'm not as active on Twitter. Uh, that wasn't a pass, but you more want to reach out to me there. I check it maybe like once or twice a month, if that. But IG, I check probably like maybe once, twice, every two, three days. Reach out to me, shoot me a DM. Um, but today I just was, uh, just wanted to kind of talk about the opportunity of. Um, no, not taking risks. I feel like risk, only you take a risk if you're not prepared to, if you don't, if you don't have a plan of action. Um, maybe obstacles or hurdles, but I think I've done that before, but maybe a different perspective. Um, I think when you, when you see an obstacle, uh, you have two options, either you contemplate how to overcome it, or you just overcome it. I feel like sometimes you spend too much time over planning phase. If it's, you just forget to act, and what happened is that by the time we said we tried plans A through Z, we realized that if we just would either went over it, through it, or around it, we would have achieved the goal. And I, the goal, in a sense, yes, you do have to plan at time, but I think you can overplan, and at that point, it become inactive in the sense that you're the liberation of what you want to achieve and you just sit there and you think and you think and you think and you think and then you just overthink a situation I'm a very analytical person I like to think things through at the same time the biggest thing about me is just taking the action and as I'm kind of going and progressing through this action progression through the hurdle reevaluate what I'm doing and continue moving forward so with that being said um, I think that whatever obstacle comes in front of you um or hurdle, whatever you want to call it, just just make the commitment to proceed forward. And if you hit the wall, figure out a way to either go through the wall, around a wall, or through the wall. Because there's always a way. It's just a matter of perception how you perceive it, and don't spend too much time deliberating. Yes, you can't think about it and and and, plan, and have a have a a course of action, but don't plan so much to a point where you literally overthink the situation. You forget that some of the easiest things in life are some are, are done by simplest things. Um, uh, I thank you. I'm going to go to bed, guys. It's late, but thank you for taking time. This is my podcast. I uh, really do appreciate it. Once again, you can find me on social media, uh, Instagram, W-A-M-O-K-O-M-O-W-O, and I really appreciate it. Uh, be good, be great, and be blessed. Thank you for your time. Have a good night. I am in a car right now, so I do apologize for any additional that you hear in the background. Uh, this is day 49 of the 365 podcast. Um, one thing I will tell you, um, there's some days that I miss and I'm getting better at being more consistent about it, but some days I just forget to get on or I'm just too late at night, I'm just too tired, but uh, I'm going to work, I'm working on getting more consistent with my podcast, but I do thank you for listening to my podcast, taking time out of your day to play my podcast. Uh, today's not, today's more of me, I would be honest, venting. Um, I work in a sales job. I'm a, a area manager or territory manager, whatever you want to call it, title is. I manage five stores within uh, 
within Raleigh, uh, Garner, Smithfield, Nightdale, and, and, uh, and the North Raleigh region of uh, the area. And um, we're having a sell weekend and things like that. And I, I get frustrated at times because, and I understand I'm in sales and you're not going to always close every deal. And me being very analytical, I'm always figuring out what I can do better. But when I walk a deal and I know I've given my all, I get so frustrated with myself. Like, why, one, why are you in the store wasting my time? Two, what is that you're looking for? Why don't you tell, like, what are you looking for? Three, I'm here to help you. I don't want to sell you a bed. My philosophy on selling is that I want to educate you. I want you to feel like when you buy a bed or whatever whatever you buy from me, whether it be a bed or whatever else I'm selling to you, that you know what you're buying, you understand the value of it, and at that point you appreciate what I'm doing for it. Because I've seen people who sell and they just basically say this is what it is and not knowing what the product is, they just sell off of just pure charisma or even just they just sell because they can sell. They just they say yes to ev- almost anything and everything, whatever it, whatever it takes to get the deal. And to me, that's a conflict of interest. I've always felt like when you do that, yes, you get the sales, but on the back end, that guess is like, what did I just buy? Why am I spending this much money for this particular bed? And does it justify me spending this money? And those are things that I, I'm, I am not a big fan of because I feel like at that point, you didn't do your job. Instead of you being somebody who educates somebody on what they're buying and, and can understand what their wants and needs are and make sure that this item meets their needs, we're just saying, here you go. Yes, yes, yes. We're kind of clerking in a sense. Um, and we're just really facilitating the fact of, hey, this is what it is. You want to get it. And, and, and I understand that. But when you when you when you go a layer or two deep in the selling process and you actually figure out what's going on with them, and if you show them how this is going to help them and things like that. And then the guest still does not buy. That frustrates me. And sometimes it's unavoidable. But I'm just like, why are you wasting my time? And, and I get it. Some people don't want to be feel like they're rushing to be buying. And, and I understand that. But to me personally, it's a mixture of me wanting to one, one is to close the deal. And two. I want that deal now. And I know at times you don't always get the deal. Now sometimes they come back later. Sometimes they don't. But I hate that. Fact. That's something that drives me crazy about sales. And that's why I, at times I hate to be in sales. And in the sales, in the sense of, and I have to, I have to re-identify what I mean by sales. And just the fact of, I feel like when I'm educating you and I feel like you, you've got the right bed and you don't buy, is an insult to me. And I get it. You're not supposed to get your emotions tied up in sales, but to me it's, it's an insult. It's like, why aren't you buying? Like, why did you come here for the next two hours, have me go through this process, and then you tell me that you don't want to buy, and you're too afraid to say to me, hey, this is out of my price range, or this is this, or this is that. Like, I don't care if it's out of your price range. I want to help you get the right bed for you. And because you have an, an ego issue, a problem with, the, with your confidence to say, I can't afford this because you're, you're, you're too high and mighty, that's what irks me. Because I hate wasting my time with people like that. And and I'll say, hey, I, I dislike it. I'm not a big fan of it. And at times, even when, when I go buy stuff, I tell the guy, I say, hey, man, I'm not buying now. I just want to get some information and I'll make a decision. And and, and, it's, and I guess it's the same thing for the guests too. But I feel like I, I don't want to hear that. And that just means just being real. And I get it. I know I might sound a little hypocritical, but I don't want to hear that at times. Like, because this is like a mattress. You know you need a bed. It's different if it, it's different if you need like, oh, I want to get this iWatch or I want to get this, you know, this or this phone or this speaker. And I get it. I understand. To them it's important. Um, to, to them that might seem important but a bed is what you sleep on a day to day basis you can always get a different um, speaker or watch or phone or whatever and, and I understand it's perspective I get it I understand it's perspective you know to them the mattress is, is maybe has the value of, of a speaker that's a, you know it's coming to me viewing, buying a new speaker I understand it 
but just the fact that I'm, I just hate that feeling, man, and me being who I am, being analytical, very competitive, and always want to win, and things like that, I want to win, but I want to win in the right way, I want to win with ethics behind, I don't want to win and feel like I cheated somebody, because that's the worst feeling, because in the back of your mind, you're always worried, worried about, are they going to keep this bet, and you have a lot of, a, a lot of concerns, and a lot of, a lot of, you know, just, just stuff that kind of just runs to my mind, in a sense, and I, I just hate that feeling, but when I feel like they, they walked out getting a good bet and get a good deal. One, they won't bring it back. And two, it's hard for them to say, hey, I want to return to the exchange because they know that you spend the time with them. And they're more likely to kind of say, hey, you know what? Um, this is what's going on, but, you know, I'll, I can do this if you can do that. And that's more, that to me, that's more beneficial to say, hey, I want to return because they feel like they don't see the value in it. They feel like they got sold. And that to me, I, I know that feeling, and it's the worst feeling ever because you feel like you got taken advantage of, and nobody's to be taken advantage of, and I understand it completely. But in, in my perspective, and like I said, just, I'm me just being being biased. I hate the fact of not closing deals, and and it and it comes back to come back to me. I feel like what could I have done better? Sometimes there's nothing I could I could have done better. Sometimes it's just the fact of, you know, I just wasn't clicking, or this was going on, or you know, really they just wanted to think about it, but. You know, in this environment, I'm just like, man, I, I hate that. And that's why sometimes I, I hate sales. I'm sorry if I'm rambling, but just, just want to get this off my chest and vent. Um, there's a few things I want to get off my chest too, but I won't discuss on the podcast because I know it's a situation where it's a it's a platform that everybody can listen to it and the people behind the fight to get it slided. But I'm just gonna keep it to, to this right here. But um, that's where I stand with that. Um, it's just a fact of like I, I want to lock it down then and there. And being a sales, sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't happen, but. It's just the fact of the tenacity that I, I, I want to lock it down from from the jump and kind of go from there and and just, you know, get it done. Get it done completely. Yeah. But a transition is something else completely different after I kind of got this off my plate. Um, the, the major thing I, I, I would say I'll switch to a topic um, besides the fact of venting about, you know, sales and things like that is, is uh, persistence. Uh, when it comes to things like that, because I literally had a guest today who was like, well, let me get this on the card and we'll come back. And I literally had to figure out, okay, we got the bed narrowed down. We, we, we found a base for them. Now it's just a price. And it's being me, me being persistent. And, and was it the most profitable margin? No. Did I make a lot of money on the deal? No. If I if I would done a few things different, would I, would I have closed it? It's a 50-50 chance because they just might have walked and said, hey, you know what? We'll come back later on. And what would have happened? They probably went to a different store. Somebody might have done a little bit cheaper than what I did or... Maybe not done as much, and it might have came back, and it might have bought. But to me personally, in 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 my personality, and sometimes I, I want it now. I don't want to leave because in sales, you know, people say they'll come back, and they never really come back. I mean, at times, if very seldom do you have it. It's it's it it depends. It it really does depend. But in 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 this field of sales, when people leave, they normally don't come back. It's a slim chance. But if you don't. I believe you've done your job enough, and that's really the objection. Sometimes they do come back. If you give them the incentive to come back, and they really aren't looking at this serious, but sometimes if they're just wishy-washy, then no, they won't come back. Sometimes you have to you have to be a little more aggressive on the pricing or do something spectacular to kind of catch right, get them to lock down a deal. And sometimes that that causes you to sacrifice either your profit, um, the profitability of the bed, and also your commissions too. So find that 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 middle ground to where they feel comfortable buying, you feel comfortable selling for that price, and at the same time you don't completely devalue your product because when you devalue your product, you know, the guess well, what they're saying is like, oh, this ain't worth shit. You know, this is just a marked up bed that you just overpriced so you can do this and you can do that. And that's not always the case. I mean, there, there are beds up there that do have high margins, but it's, it's not as high people think there are. I mean, there's, there's more markup on gas or candy or 
little little day-to-day -day items i mean if you go to a, a burger joint you get a burger for like a, a, a nice or what what they consider a nice gourmet burger for eight bucks and some fries and a drink you look at you're probably gonna spend twelve dollars is that really a twelve dollar burger you can literally go and get ground beef and make it yourself but it's just the fact of the convenience of it that it's pre-made for you that you just literally go in there you tell them what you want and you get it so you're saying that your convenience for that particular item is worth twelve dollars if it wasn't you go somewhere else you go to, you go to um burger king or mcdonald's and they get a, a burger that's similar quality to it for less for lesser price you know you might not pay 12 you might pay seven you might pay six you might pay five but at the end of the day you have to figure out what price point you feel comfortable with that because you have to understand when you go to these burger joints they tell you this is what the price is and you know at that point but when people go buy cars things like that they feel like there's, there's such a market but there, there's not on, on a big items like that let's just be realistic um it's, it's just the situation that it is but being persistent can can make you a pretty uh, being persistent and having a consistent process that you sell and your steps that you go by will help you close more deals. It's all about what you do on a day-to-day -day basis because if you cut corners, you're cutting corners off of that dollar bill. Instead of you getting the whole dollar, you might get 80 cents, 90 cents, 50 cents, 25 cents, two cents. The the, the more deals you're on in your process of selling and kind of going through the, the that that with each and every guest, the more likely you are to keep more profit. Now, sometimes no matter what you do, you still might not even keep the profit that you want to keep. It's just figuring out that 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 compromise between you and your client, or you and your guests, or whoever you're working with. And you know, you, you can read all the sales book, but I think so. At the end of the day, it's 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 about personality and who you are, and can they trust you? Because I believe that anybody can sell, but not anybody can gain somebody's trust in a, in, a, in a short period of time. Because I believe when when you're in sales, you have to you have to take change people's perception of you because what they see when they walk into the store sometimes not all the time is a person who who who's just a, na a faceless person who's just there to take their money but what i what i love to do and what i what i try to do on a, on a day-to-day basis with every guest is change that perception of me to get them to put a face to the name you know haven't seen the hey no this could be my grandson this could be my my uncle or whatever 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 the the, the positive attribute that they see they can see that in me and know that hey I'm here to help them get whatever they need, and um, and by doing that, you gotta build rapport. Rapport is a huge thing, and when you combine rapport, rapport building, and then confidence, and then product knowledge, knowing your product, and know how it's gonna work, you're 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 you have a higher closing percentage rate. It's just ultimately gonna do better for you. Now, the biggest thing is that in certain fields, like compared to selling matches and selling pharmaceuticals. I mean, it, it's more of a grind. It's more smoothing. It's more getting to know people, and it's more just this connection that you build with their, with with the, with the clientele, um, or even uh, business to business and electronic sales or insurance sales. What, whatever it is, at the end of the day, you have to have some kind of personality because if you don't, it's very difficult for you. Now, there's some people who, who can who can be dry, but their their confidence in who themselves and what they offer can can outmeasure. They have a, they may have a little bit of charisma in their own unique way. But at the end of the day, they're respected for what they do and how they do it and the sense that they achieve. But, um, yeah, I'm done. I'm not really, but I, I don't have anything more to add to this, this particular episode. But the biggest thing I can tell you is be persistent in everything that you do. Um, I, I will be honest, in, 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 this day today, in, in this day and age, um, I can't remember, but we, we do have this microwave mentality that we want it now. But sometimes not having it now makes you a better person, helps you build resolve, helps you build more character because... 
you figure out how can I be better. Because if you got it now, you will always be mediocre because you can say, hey, I'm just as good as I am now. But when, when, you, when you face a little bit of defeat or, or a little bit of struggle, it makes you better. It makes you get back to the drawing board and say, hey, how can I avoid a situation next time that I close this deal? And so it makes you better. And just be persistent. And be persistent in everything that you do. Just overcoming it and, be, and being diligent in the effort to, to get better. Um, I do thank you for the time to listen to my podcast. Um, I do want to say you can find me on social media on Instagram at W-A-M-O-K-O-M-O-W-O at IG. Uh, the same thing is for Twitter, but I'm not on Twitter like that right now. I'm more focused on IG. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Have a good day. Uh, be great. Be good. And be blessed. Thank you. Uh, good night, everybody. Or good evening, whatever you want to call it. I wanted to uh, do this podcast tonight. This is, this is uh, day 49 of 65 of my podcast. It's perseverance. Uh, whatever you keep doing, just keep moving forward. Keep, tape, keep taking the necessary steps to get better. Because when you think you're not growing, you truly are growing. Because as you continue to build yourself, you get stronger and stronger to the point where you realize when you turn back and look at yourself, how strong you've gotten. At the end of the day, put the blonders on and keep moving forward every single day. By doing that, you won't be stagnant and you move forward and you build yourself every single day. I uh, think for the podcast, I'm give this quick little blurb. I said my third, I text him, hella tired, bro. Crazy weekend. Thank you for taking time to listen to my podcast. Follow me on social media at uh, Instagram and Twitter at W A M O K O M O W O. Instagram and Twitter. Thank you much for listening to me. Be good, be great, be blessed. Thank you. Bye.